0: You are listening to LGR
1: Reviews on the Let's Get Ready Network. On this network, we talk about the movie trivia showdown, the first class league, sports, Star Wars, movies, TV, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash LGR Network. And please leave a rating and a review of this episode. Enjoy the show. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another Walking Dead review here alongside Corey Cameron. That guy, Corey, over there. How you doing today?
0: <laughs> I'm doing great. Uh, enjoying my weekend. You're recording this on the weekend. So uh, enjoying my weekend so far. Uh, about to get really busy later today. Uh, but uh, love this episode of The Walking Dead. And get to talk about it here. So how about yourself?
1: Yeah, man. uh, It's been a fun weekend so far. A lot of fun stuff happening with the Schmodown and everything, but getting to watch this episode as well. I watched this earlier in the week. Um, We tried to squeeze it in to watch it a second time uh, before we did the taping, but I I think I'm just going to have to go back and and watch it again here. I'll probably watch it before I watch the next one, like back-to-back, because we ended on such a fucked-up cliffhanger at the end of this one, but... Um, yeah, man, I, I love this episode. This was potentially my favorite episode of the season so far. Uh, it just, it was this slow burn kind of build up to, to that ending that we got, um, and introducing somebody that's like really, it, it, he's almost like a, it reminds me of the governor a little bit, this, this new villain here. Um, Carlson, Toby Carlson, played by, uh, Jason Butler-Harner. I believe is the, the actor's name here uh i, I scribbled notes together here so I, I apologize if i'm pronouncing that wrong but man uh that's i, I almost want to start there with carlson uh initial impressions uh, of this character and what you think of him and how diabolical he is but also there's like an explanation as we get with like hornsby and everything of why he kind of is the way he is um, which we, we can sort of get into but um yeah, this, this guy's not, uh, he's not messing around.
0: Yeah. And I I didn't go back. Obviously, I, I just watched this episode. And I wonder if Carlson is, is was one of the guys that kind of Eugene was kind of sneaking out a few episodes ago when this whole Stephanie thing was going on. I'm not sure if Carlson was in that, like, mini, mini group.
1: Like, of, like secret, uh, Hornsby agency. Secret Society. Uh,
0: like Yeah, so... I, I'm not sure. I would need to go back and, and see that, but impressions of this guy is this this dude is crazy, number one. <laughs> and, and I think like Hornsby had something just trigger in him. Actually, I think yeah. the trigger came when the gun was pointed at his head. But uh, just initial thoughts, and the this the leader of this other group, the the warlord as we'll, we'll call him, um, he was right. He was right about him the whole time. He's yeah. a wolf in sheep's clothing, and he he's seen this many times before, and is just like oh it, he was actually right he snipped him out, and things just changed on a <laughs> really on a Yeah, like yeah. And, and will I know we'll probably touch on it later, but Maggie was also right, and we kind of see the the seeds of at the end of uh, episode nine.
1: Uh-huh. Uh huh
0: beginning of this this uh second part here uh kind of the the more seeds of that plant at the end of that episode where daryl and maggie kind of kind of had butt heads right there
1: yeah and you kind of
0: see why maggie is is the way she is at the end of that episode
1: absolutely yeah the the pieces are really starting to come together like leading up to that scene um i figured that they would they would be doing that i wasn't sure how long it would take but I kind of love how we we cat, we ended the the this middle uh, section of episodes. Uh, we started off basically the the first the, at the end of episode nine, setting all that up. And we're we probably going to take till like the very end of maybe the next episode of the episode after to get back to that scene. So it, it took almost like a full you know mid season or whatever yeah. you want to call it, the third season to uh, get four, up to that. So I, four episodes, yeah. or so. Yeah, so I love how they're doing that. I think that that's been constructed really well and uh, starting to understand the bigger picture here and why Maggie is butting heads with the Commonwealth because it's, it's, you can really start to see the, the dark side of the Commonwealth. And I think that's what, what we're getting here with, you know, with Hornsby and his secret society group. And, you know, you got the, the spoiled rich elite with, with uh, uh, you know, the Miltons and everything but then also this sort of militia that's sort of now been unleashed on this uh, religious group that they were sort of—we thought they were going to go and recruit them, but um, it turns out there there were some other plans in place that they were basically just being set up to, um, you know, to be taken out in a sense, but also there's this idea that they um, potentially stole— uh, a cache of of weapons and and that's sort of Hornsby wants wants his weapons back so he hires this Carlson guy we see that in that scene so why the Commonwealth wants these weapons is 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 still I think a little bit of a mystery um, and do, is this group this group that's sort of being taken out here that uh, that Negan is now a part of too we'll get to that in a little bit but. Um, does this group actually have those weapons or did somebody else take the weapons? You know what I mean? Like this, it's very possible that this group is just sort of, um, you know, in the way almost, you know what I mean? Like that somebody else may have taken those weapons.
0: Yeah. Um, and the Commonwealth's or at least Hornsby secret society group, their, their motives are like, Obviously, Hornsby wants to be his own leader, his own governor, his own person of of a group, and like his—he's just going on going about it about just a, a completely opposite way as I believe Milton would do it. I I believe Milton has all the right intentions; she's just oblivious to what's actually going on in her own uh, yeah. in the Commonwealth.
1: I think that's um, spot on.
0: And Hornsby, on the other hand, he he wants to go about it his own way. He wants to um, be a little bit more forceful and not as passive as Milton might be. Uh, but he wants to take things by by a, a good grip. Uh, and we see him talking to Carlson uh, before they before Carlson takes that group out to the to the uh, complex or whatever. Uh, and you see them talking about uh, Hornsby needing a surgical procedure uh, and not getting the word out about kind of what he's doing, but doing things kind of a little more swift, uh, a little bit more action, uh, and the, the what who else is better to do it than a CIA operative, right? So right. like that's kind of his approach to a little really a lot of things that we've seen him do. Uh, and in this kind of second part of uh, the the this final season here so uh, yeah. kind of the motives are kind of just all there people are just now kind of getting hip to what those are especially Aaron because uh, Aaron Aaron's kind of the closest one to Hornsby that's off that's not part of the Commonwealth or is part of our our normal group so uh now that he sees what's really happening he's like all right we gotta <laughs> we gotta bring Maggie in to right get get this thing straight
1: yeah yeah let's uh yeah that's it's definitely some good points made there I want to take things back a little bit because we we start this episode where like Lydia she's leaving uh, and then they, this soldier guy comes in and he, he's basically uh, is dying breath which we later then see him get shot um as he's Riding off, so that that's an explanation for that. We see how he got away, which is Negan, which is is very interesting as well, which we'll kind of get to. Um, but um, we then sort of there's there's time jumps again in this in this episode. Like we start off kind of where where we end, and then we jump back uh, a week to to uh, Aaron and and Father Gabriel. And I found this scene with with Aaron going to the church and he sees father Gabriel and he's doing mm-hmm. this sermon found this scene very, very uh, interesting Yeah. sort of because of where we last left father Gabriel, where he's, he shut himself off from God and he killed that other priest uh, that was part of Leah's group and sort of seemingly had, had sort of completed an arc, you know, to, to where he is here with this gift that we love to pull off where he's just like, ah, here we go again. But it does seem like he's he's turned around yet again. He's had another character arc here. He's back to being sort of the preacher. And that to me is is very uh interesting in in a few ways because on one hand it's like it's it's definitely interesting character growth going from like the you know, character arc from A to B and then back to A and then you know, now he, here he is again. But it worries me because again similar to what I was saying about uh, Ezekiel, where they sort of set it up that this might be the end for this character, with like he's he's giving Shiva's collar away and he's got the cancer and everything. I don't feel too great about Father Gabriel, honestly. <laughs> I think that uh, you know if if uh, if you've read the comics here, comic book spoilers. He's he got off by the Whisperers pretty brutally uh, a while ago, so he sort of been hanging around a, a, longer than he has in, in the comics and it, it's getting me thinking like i feel like we're at the point of the show we're at the final season we're headed towards the finish line there are certain characters we know will survive because they're getting their own spin off shows or whatnot but i have a i have a bad feeling about this father gabriel i think uh his arc has sort of reached that point where he might uh he might not be long for the show but that's just my own theory. Uh, what do you think about that, Corey? Yeah,
0: I I have a different opinion. Uh, okay. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I do like just going back to him and in, in uh, preaching preaching his sermon. Like he was he was really saying a word to <laughs> to those people. Yes. Like like that's a a good word for kind of what everyone has been through as far as being one person like being your true self and having to survive out in the world and now we're in this safe place we've gone back to our previous selves before before the fall and having to um not be as cordial or more family-like than we had to be um when when everything was, was just was terrible so um and he kind of he, he was bringing it home and uh, and Aaron comes in and is just like oh man you you've actually changed i was thinking more more fire and brimstone uh being yes. more, more hard uh, no. This is a little bit more um we'll call it a subtle approach but like more of a, something that people can relate to uh, cuz not not everybody can take the fire and brimstone type of preaching um, people really don't prefer that um, so taking something and being more relatable, um, you get get your word across um, to to people who actually been through something, because everybody's gone through something in in this apocalypse world, and it's really everybody's gone through the same thing. If you've survived the last ten years uh, or so, or however however long this thing's going on, um, you you've been through something. So some, teaching something that's a little bit more relatable. Gabriel has kind of come back to, to doing that. He's kind of, he's, he's the one who's, who's kind of questioned himself as we saw a few episodes with um, the other creature from the, uh, the Reapers group. Yeah. He, he was questioning himself and whatever time period has gone by now. uh, I think he's, he's definitely come to um, his senses and, and gone back to the way he was.
1: Yeah, it's interesting you, you mentioned that uh, sort of this Commonwealth has now provided an opportunity for these characters to sort of not revert back to their pre apocalyptic selves, but but almost like embrace a certain uh, element of what that was. Yeah. And I think that that's certainly the case for Gabriel. Um, we know with his backstory on the show that, you know, he was a, a, a priest a preacher before uh, beforehand, and then he left all these people to die. That was sort of his big, you know, the big reveal there with him when they, when the group first comes across him is that he's in this church and he's sort of a coward. You know, he's he's uh, all these people come to, to the church for help and he's just sort of left them out to to die to, to be, you know, taken by the zombies or whatever. And I find it's very interesting that it, it almost is like he's embracing that but before he made that decision, before all the bad shit happened. Like, th- this was, in essence, what fa- who Father Gabriel was, right? Was the, was this sort of preacher. And I, I definitely, I, I think that's very interesting. And they're doing that a lot right now with the show, like, you know, with uh, with, with Connie and, and, and her story as well, going back to her reporter roots and being that sort of, like, you know, trying to reveal the truth of what's going on. Uh, there's a few other characters, too, you know, like, you, you have the doctor, uh, Yumiko's brother. Uh, yeah. Yumiko as well, like uh, those two characters, I think, like, you know, he's he's now doing the doctor stuff. He wanted to be a baker. There's all this stuff, you know. Carol's back. She's baking cookies again. So it's like uh, she wants to, to kind of be the mom.
0: Magna, yeah. she was a waitress previously. Yeah. We were being a, a waitress uh, during that party. So,
1: yeah. So I, I love that about this whole Commonwealth uh, part of the story of these characters sort of kind of going back to who they were before. The apocalypse and sort of um, reminiscing about that maybe, or sort of embracing that that version of themselves. So, really, really love that. Um, Gabriel is is sort of recruited by Aaron for this mission um, because it's a it's a religious group. That's sort of all the information that we have, um, and we sort of come up to these people and they 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 definitely they they are warriors. You know, you got the the one lady that comes out. She's she's got the bald headed like the the gaffy, almost like the gaffy stick uh, type of thing, and, and yeah. very intimidating. And then we we go to this this meeting, and it's there, there's a lot of tension in the room. You know, you're not sure like if these people are bad news, if like what if they, they seem like more like a religious cult than a religious group. Uh, and then you meet meet this guy, the warlord, as as we were referring to him. Um what what is it with skulls, man? They had like this trophy case full of skulls. Like, what is it with Skulls this week? It was like this. the Star Trek Picard as well had, like, a scene where there's all these Skulls that, like, the, this weird alternate version of Picard has. Like, I don't know, man. It's, it's it's weird. I don't know what the obsession with Skulls is this week. but It's, a trophy piece. it's that's, that's trophy. the trophy case. That's your trophy. trophy case, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, and I love how he mentioned that there were a couple cannibals in there as well, which made me think of uh, Terminus. But those are probably people from, from Terminus that got offed along the way. Um, But yeah, as we see the the negotiations uh, uh, go sour, and uh, actually, it's that classic thing that they do on The Walking Dead, where it looks like they've reached a deal. Looks like, okay, you go your way, we'll go our way, it's everything is peace and and love from here on out. Nope, the guns start blazing, and uh, Carlson snaps, and he just blows everybody away. How many times have we seen this on the show, Corey, where it's like, okay, all right, all right. I think I think that they're gonna get out of this uh, unscathed. Nobody's gonna get killed here. And then just, <clears throat> just everybody just starts getting blown away. So um, there is that. But then we also uh, had, uh, yeah. Well, actually, I'll get get your thoughts on this scene first before we get into the stuff with uh, uh, with Lance. But um, yeah, what what do you think about that whole like negotiation scene and how that was handled?
0: They had it. They had handled and a
1: deal. Yeah. That's
0: it. There, he was going to let him go, too. That, that's the thing. Like He was going to let yes. him go. And old boy had to open his mouth. Carlson had to open his mouth and be like, nah, we can't tell you where our place is, obviously. But he, Aaron, Aaron and Gabriel both talk him down off that ledge. And uh, Carlson's just like, all right, <laughs> time to get into my CIA operative mode yeah. and take out or at least disable this guy, the warlord, and take out two other guards that's standing behind him. It's yeah. just like, come on, man! Like y'all, y'all was out. That was out. You had it. Like, you had <laughs> yeah, it. yeah. Obviously, like if we're if we're gonna look at it from Carlson's side, you're gonna be like, all right. So obviously, you don't want them to come back to the Commonwealth with. With these weapons like first of all he's he doesn't even know what weapons they are talking about first of right. all because he ain't taking them so but this this group is somehow a threat to the commonwealth and they don't they don't obviously don't want some some revolts or uprising so and this is why hornsby called him in uh, because yeah. carlson beforehand we, we said beforehand like carlson was he was living a life. He had his moment is in. He was he was retired and he was yeah. tired. And like he's he's done drinking and you kind of see him see that little seed when he sticks I his love finger, that. His finger in uh Hornsby's glass of yeah. uh, a liquor takes that little sip and he's like all right he, <laughs> he, <laughs> he, Back he in
1: he's in that mode.
0: He, he's about to get there. So yeah, he, he even does that later in the episode when he had yeah. that bottle there and he still he like Puts his finger to uh, to kind of stop the the liquor from coming out the bottle, and he kind of puts it in his mouth there too. So it's just like, all right, this (laughs) guy's—he's
1: off the rails. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, but like, they had already—he had already been talked off the ledge. He was about to let him go, and things just go off there. And I'm just like, come on, man! It. it Come on, man! Y'all are fine without this group. Like if y'all want to still give them supplies like food and water to to eat fine, I like, I'm pretty sure they'll be fine without it.
1: So yeah. But he has he had his orders, you know, and he he made yeah. a decision in that moment. And I I love that sort of that flashback scene that we get uh one week and one hour earlier, I think is, is what it was yeah. with Hornsby. And yeah, that that I think is a great sort of um analogy there that they use with him dipping the finger into the drink where he says I've been four years sober and he sort of takes one little taste of the drink and he's back in that that mode that CIA for operative he switches from the the guy that's happily retired to that like vicious CIA any means necessary um sort of mode and I I love that it is it is almost symbolic of sort of you know, alcoholism, too. I That's this sort of what my interpretation of it, of, you know, coming from somebody myself who has been sober from alcohol for almost nine years now. Um, I know for a fact that if I were to have any kind of drink again, it would turn me into a completely different person. And I feel like that's sort of what they were doing a little bit in that scene, where just what, one little drop of alcohol can just flick a switch. And I really, really like that. I, I love that sort of um, further explanation of of Carlson. Because we we initially meet him and we're like, this this guy's a little, like, there's something off with him. But he didn't seem too intimidating. You know, he's got his, his buddy there that's just like, you know, let's just go along with his plan. And they almost try to convince him not to. They're like, no, wait, let's, we'll go in and you guys stay here, kind of thing. And he's like, no, nope, we're doing it my way. And then this is sort of the, the end result um, with with just a uh, death and destruction and ledges, which we'll talk about here in that, that last scene. But um, yeah, uh, that's definitely uh, uh, a really, really well set up character. I think with this, uh, this Carlson guy and he's, he's now established himself as being very intimidating and uh, I, we'll see how long, how many episodes he lasts before he gets killed off. But
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah yeah you you said everything there um is he's again he's a wolf in sheep's clothing he comes in as the sheep a little bit off his rocker like he said cuz Aaron and Gabriel even before they went in there is like dude your plan sucks
1: <laughs> your plan? yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'm going to take this collar off and and he even says it when when they're sitting down there he's like man i want i want you to see who i am and not what i am right and gabriel had that that perfect line there and that kind of helps turn uh a little bit uh well that he said that before everything he starts pointing the gun but like it's still a testament to how differing uh the these tactics are as far as far as like going out to these different communities these smaller communities to try to recruit and and bring them in um these tactics these of, hey, this is, this is what we can offer. This is, this is who we are for real, as opposed to Carlson and maybe Hornsby's approach. Right. Is like, hey, you do what we say or else we'll, we'll start shooting guns here. So. Yeah. Uh, it's just different approaches.
1: Yeah. It's two uh, different philo- philosophical, I think, ideas, uh, uh, ways to sort of, uh, Approach these groups and bring them in, because we've seen successfully that Aaron has been able to bring people in to Alexandria who you never would thought would like, you know, um, be it be able to to contribute. You know what I mean? Like even a lot some of those saviors we saw in sort of a redemption arc with with a lot of those characters being brought into the group after they had just been at war with each other for for you know months, years, however long it was, and uh I, I i love that i love how aaron has like the iphone and he's like showing he's like where did they get an iphone that like that also yeah, like an yeah, iPhone yeah. <laughs> two or something you know like a- <laughs> <laughs> like what it was it was, like, iPhones. it was like
0: all right so where do you have you gotta have electricity to keep that thing powered
1: yeah
0: have, like all this stuff to even like do that so i'm like all right where did you where
1: did you get this from? A relic from a, a distant past, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's very interesting to see how that's going to be moving forward. Because now, now after this, I mean, you know, we saw Aaron Aaron at odds with Carlson. Carlson almost was like ready to kill him, point blank. Ran out of bullets there. Um, Gabriel as well. They, they arrest him, and uh, he he gets away with 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 help from Maggie and company, and Negan and comp- or Negan and company, really. Um, and sort of the, this situation escalates and now we have sort of, you know, the group, if you would, and you have the Commonwealth militia. And now there's, there's these two conflicts happening and where that eventually leads with, with obviously with that scene that we see with Hornsby and Daryl and how is Daryl going to play in all this? Because Daryl, as we, we see in a preview for next week's episode, I think we're going to get more with Daryl, uh, next week, that certainly looks like a Daryl episode, but, it's just interesting to see like how how Daryl is, is like is he really does he know what's going on here with this all this craziness like you know and and how is that going to work with with Hornsby because he definitely seems to be on Hornsby's side um, and yeah it's just going to be really really interesting to see um, we did get that reveal that Negan is part of this this religious group um, maybe we'll get an episode that sort of explains how Negan got there and a little bit more flashback that way. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, But Negan, man, I I wanted to talk about him here in this episode because, um, you know, we saw that brutal scene at the end, and I I loved Negan's reaction to that. But Negan now, after walking away from Maggie, um, seems like a character that's really now a good guy if you would i mean he he is part of this group but he certainly seems to be his his primary focus right now is like helping people and i find that very very interesting it is like is he trying to atone for his past sins maybe in a way and i just love that that reaction you know we could we could talk about it here of, of carlson pushing the people over the ledge and just the pile the piles of bodies you know building up and him sort of maybe getting some PTSD kind of flashback. Cause that's like kind of the thing that he would have done back in the day. So I love how Negan has sort of factored into this bigger, bigger picture as well, for sure. It's really, really uh, wild. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and
0: I was, I was wondering when we were going to see him again uh, because he yeah. walked away from Maggie and the group earlier uh, when Maggie kind of turned on the Reapers, and he also then also realized, like what he used to do wasn't the right way. Right. We kind of saw Maggie in in that little path there too, and doing this here uh, when he's when he's hearing hearing bodies hit the ground coming off five story building, six story building. Uh, it's just like, all right, like that was me at one time. Yeah, and realizing now that he's he's gone through and he's he's effectively served his time, if you will, um and he he's realized that like that's not me anymore, and like this this group of Alexandrian the Hilltop uh, Kingdom, these these this group that I've come to uh, be a part of, um I mean, once was a prisoner of, now being a part of, and and uh integrated with like they really do have the right um way of life that that you want to live. So like that that conflict that he may have had is is now resolved. And you like like you said, Dagan like he's he wants to help people now. And yeah. like helping people is kind of his his thing now and doing it the right way. And not doing it the way that he may have thought was, was the right way beforehand. Uh and this is kind of just like, all right, like this guy needs to <laughs> he needs to come off of that. So uh yeah, I'm I'm with you. Uh, it's really uh interesting uh conversation and an interesting thing to look at with with Negan's art.
1: Yeah, it, it is. I mean for, for a guy that was introduced by just being the most vicious, brutal, like, you know killing off of favorite characters, like just the absolute worst. How many people like hated Megan, you know? And, and I, I, I don't know if I, hate is the right word, but like, cause I, I read all those comics and I, I saw where his arc went there as well, you know? And so I never really hated the character. I, I, you know, I think Jeffrey Dean Morgan is just crushed this role. It's just absolutely blown it out of the water. Should be getting Emmy considerations. It doesn't because award shows are stupid. But um, <laughs> uh, I I think that uh, the way that this character has evolved over the course of the last few years has been really really cool to watch. And um, yeah, as I said, I mean I think fans hated him because he killed Glenn and and uh, and and uh, Abraham, and it, it was just a, a diabolical you know vicious um character but i you know i i always thought there was something more to him than just being that you know villain and i love the way that they've you know sort of expanded and evolved his character throughout the series and now you're like rooting for him you know and um as we talked about his he's getting his own show with maggie where they're going around the ruins of new york city which sounds really really cool um, that makes me think both Maggie and Negan are surviving this thing, which actually makes a lot of sense. You know I don't think there's a reason to kill either of them. Um maybe, maybe in that show, maybe Maggie finally <laughs> does it. Um, but uh I, I don't think that they should. I think that uh he's he's a really, really uh unique character now that's sort of really turned around and um yeah man, I I, I love this episode. You know, we, we can talk a little bit about about that ending. Uh hell of a cliffhanger yet again where where uh, Carlson's just totally lost it and he's trying to get the information of where the weapons are and obviously these guys don't have that information he's just kicking them off the ledge and man just brutal brutal stuff there. Um, I don't think this group has those weapons yeah. I, I really don't I think somebody else took them um, I, I, I'm not sure if Carlson knows that if Lance knows that if they know that the, this group is sort of have they think that they might have the weapons but they're, they're still you know doing that and it almost seems like a revenge thing for, for hornsby for some reason or like a power mm-hmm. grab you know because like who cares about it seems like they have plenty of weapons at the commonwealth as is so like why do they need even more um but yeah i mean we'll we'll see where it goes man like i i I love this episode. I, I love where it's headed. I love the sort of slow burn. You know, we have some, have some really interesting conversations, with like Maggie and Lydia at the start of this episode. There's, yeah. like, there's like slow and talking. We didn't even talk about that, but I thought that was a really cool conversation where she's talking about the farm and everything. Yeah. But um, we'll see how Maggie plays into the rest of this. That, that's like, I think, my, my biggest in interest right now is like, what, what's Maggie going to do here now? Yeah. And she
0: gives she gives her reason during that conversation why she didn't go with the uh, the Commonwealth and being able to hold out because she knows that she doesn't need them and when things go to the crap, <laughs> like they're gonna they're gonna like realize that they're not gonna need them either because they haven't the Commonwealth itself hasn't been through anything in the last ten years and when they come in need they're gonna they're gonna be reaching out for help and yeah. maggie, maggie kind of knows she knows the game already yeah and she's been through that and she tells that that beautiful story with her father herschel and in the farm uh and holding out and not taking not taking the help from from people and letting that food rot on the porch and if you do take that like she says um then they're gonna know that you need needed that help mm-hmm. It's kind of the that's kind of the green light for them to yeah. act in for that and not not taking that help is is something that she she's done uh, she and her family have done in the past and have come out for the better for it so she takes that experience mm-hmm. now uh and into this this group and kind of what we what we know about the commonwealth something something's brewing inside those walls and something brewing is brewing outside of those walls as well oh yeah
1: it's so, a brewing <laughs> about,
0: it's about to go down it's
1: about down. To yeah. <laughs> it's bubbling up like a volcano and it's about to erupt yeah, yeah.
0: it's about to go down so like, oh yeah she, she knows she knows things are are gonna happen like she she probably doesn't know like her character probably doesn't know what's going on inside the things but like sooner or later something's gonna happen uh yeah. so uh yeah i like i like that whole story and that conversation with lydia and elijah in that car and um kind of her explanation as why she didn't um go with the common law.
1: yeah yeah it's it's more we're getting as i said the the picture's starting to come together a little bit and i think the gaps are starting to fill in of like you know where this is all headed and and where this is all building towards and uh, I mean, I, I'm loving it. I, I think the show is the best it's been in years. This episode reminded me of, like, The Walking Dead when it was at its peak, you know, uh, of just uh, the way the episode is structured and everything and the way that everything sort of built uh, as we got those sort of quieter but also character-expanding moments at the beginning of the episode of Maggie and everything, and just then, then, like, the way that the the flashbacks went back and started to explain things, and then we just ended the episode with just act, action-packed you know, just preparing for battle almost kind of feel uh, yes. where shit's, shit's really starting to go down now. And uh, I have I have a bad feeling, as I said, I think earlier in the episode, that um, we're going to get a major death here pretty soon. Uh, whether that be uh, somebody like a Gabriel or Ezekiel or Aaron or somebody like that. I just, ah, man, it's like it just seems like we've gone the entire season so far without a, a big character death, which is a rarity yeah uh, on this show and the way that this is sort of being built it definitely seems like as as we talked about the the bubbling uh volcano is about to erupt here and uh th- you know we have i believe this so this was third episode 13 so we have um fourteen fifteen and sixteen yeah three more episodes for this uh third of the season and then we have the final eight airing later in the year. We're not sure what the dates are on those yet, but three more episodes to really, I think uh, complete the uh, the second act of the final season, if you would um, really ramping things up and, and hit headed towards the boiling point. So really, really excited for how it's all going to go down Corey. And I can't wait to talk about it more with you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it, especially next week's episode. It's
1: yeah. Like a- it looks oh, yeah. crazy.
0: Uh I'm ready for it. I'm, I'm excited for it. And hopefully uh, things go where they they need to go. So
1: uh, yeah. To Me too. I, I wish more people watched the show. Like, where are you at, guys? Come on, come back. It's a great show. It got really bad there for a couple seasons, but it's fucking awesome now. It's back to where it, it was, I think, uh, when everybody was watching it. So come on, guys, come back. We'll welcome you back. The Walking Dead is is better and better now than it's ever been. I, I would say in, in two thousand twenty two, but uh, and and I, I think they're filming the final episodes like this week. So um, I did see a little the little bit of news that we did have was that uh, Norman Reedus was was injured on the set filming a scene. Yeah. Uh, yes. He had a little bit of a concussion, so I think they've kind of shut everything down for a week or two. But it doesn't seem to be anything too crazy serious, so. I mean, you hear concussion and you you, you immediately think bad, but I, I from what I've seen on social media and everything, uh, it was a minor uh, concussion. They're going to get get back to filming here in, in the next week or so. But man, we're we're headed towards a a, a big uh, massive groundbreaking finale at, uh, later in the year, and uh, yeah, can't wait to talk about it here more with you, Corey. Uh, anything else you you want to plug or, or get out there before we we get going today?
0: No, not really. Uh, you see my my social media handle here: Corey Cameron Visuals. Uh, Instagram: Corey Cameron Twiz- Biz on Twitter, uh, and then also our show, Any Given Day, uh that airs and talk about the schmodown, uh on Sundays here on LGR's YouTube. Uh, come join us. Uh, we've, we're we're getting, <laughs> we're gaining notoriety, it looks like. So
1: we're getting uh, up there.
0: It's a fun time. If you if you guys are into the Schmodown, uh, come and come and join us and talk to us. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, if you love the Schmodown, if you love movies, TV, uh, all that good stuff, we have a lot of coverage here on the Let's Get Ready Network, and we really, really appreciate your support as well. Uh, we're, we're making that push to 1,000 subscribers closing in on 750, So help get us up there, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. That's, that's the most important thing I think right now is to to bring in more subscribers and to get the channel, uh, you know, evolving and expanding into its best possible form. So, uh, as we said, really appreciate your support. Uh, check out me and Corey here on the let's get ready network. And, uh, we'll be back next week talking about episode 14 of the final season of the walking dead Uh, until then cheers, everybody.